0: Hello and welcome to another, just another Liverpool podcast with me, your host Stuart Jones and my co-host Matt Wood. Our show reviews Liverpool's last performance in the league, how the other Premier League teams got on in the game week, reviewing Liverpool's forthcoming fixture in the league and ending on our fantasy football scores. Now, game eight, well game week eight couldn't have gone any better for the Reds. We defeated Leicester with a last minute penalty. From, from Mr. Reliable Milner. Our closest rivals, Man City, slipped up against walls, and to cap it off, Everton and Man U lost as well. Matty, initial thoughts on the Leicester performance?
1: Uh, well, I think you've summed up the weekend quite nicely there. I think, as a Liverpool fan, like I think you just have to try and enjoy um, and bask in, in the moment currently. Given how the results went over the weekend, um, just just amazing how um everything kind of turned out really, and doesn't really get much better. Um, the Liverpool game itself again just um incredible the way we the way we managed to snatch it in the in the dying minutes of the game or the dying minute of the game, thoroughly deserved. Um, so yeah. in the game I would say, um. But like nothing like surprises you anymore with with this team even um having to react in the last ten minutes to their equaliser. Um and we probably should have been clear at that point in time anyway in the game. We probably should have been more than more than a goal up. Um but I, I don't know. I th- I do I do think um the obviously City hadn't played at that point, but the the fact that we know City are gonna push us so hard is just driving us to win every single game um that we have done and, and again that you know it was just evident that we we just had to um, we had to get the three points again and I dunno, another another huge, huge win and, and it turned out to um to be pretty decisive in terms of in terms of the gap at the top of the table and um I dunno, I just couldn't just can't really um, be any happy with the way the, the weekend turned I out, really. We're
0: looking we're looking like a championship team now. Like, I hate to bring his name up, but we're looking like an Alex Ferguson winning team. Where you had to bring the town down there, I student, know. yeah. But it's all like a good weekend, and then you brought up
1: Alex Ferguson. Well,
0: you know, just like the way United used to be when it was Ferguson, where they just fight to the last minute. mm until the game was ended that's like de- and it showed it again. I mean, that's
1: definitely a mentality thing and you know he's brought that hasn't he about club. Man United. They are so uh like completely different to what they were like under Ferguson when there was that um there was that belief that they could always score a winning goal in the last few minutes. Um and, you know, by hook or by crook they were gonna uh get get a victory or whatever it may be. But I I I think this team like actually surpasses like anything that we've seen ever before, just in terms of like the wins that we um, that we've put on the spin. Now the seventeen wins um, in a row, obviously one off that 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 record from Man City, like and obviously you yeah, have got to put City in 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 the same bracket as well. But the bar now is just like far higher than it ever was, even under um, you know United under under Ferguson. Um, for all the, all those years, really, it's
0: it, it's amazing, really. Um. Yeah, I've I understand the standard stat, that we've got to. I heard a stat on the way here that, um, I think every game Salah's started at Anfield, um, we've never lost. I'm sure it was something like that, and the last time we lost, he was actually playing for Chelsea. In 2014. I think we'll
1: have to verify that stat, but oh yeah, he did play in the, um, the obviously the infamous uh, Gerard slip. slip. Yeah, yeah. Again, again you again you you brought it down another peg. <laughs> I know, yeah. Ferguson to do it. and the Gerard slip yeah, keep the happy. we um,
0: yeah. going back to like the Leicester yeah. game. I thought on the whole, we deserved the win. I think we only like we kept Leicester really to just one really good opportunity, which they scored from. And if, apart from that. If, I thought defensively, mm. like we we looked more solid than we have been recently. Yeah, and creatively as well. I thought we, you know, produced a lot of good opportunities. Should like you said before, we should have scored more. That game really should have possibly been buried in the first half, with the chances we had. It should have been yeah. I think
1: um, I think Trent put a couple of really good balls underneath for a couple of chances, uh, in the first half before we did score. Um, like you say, we were, we were well on top, and something that I think I mentioned last week was this whole, every team that we come up against, even a team like Leicester, who we thought were gonna be dangerous, and and it it proved to an extent that it could have been, a, a, um, a tricky game. But like the opposition just give us like so much respect, especially in that first yeah. half. Yeah. You know, Leicester are a possession team. Um, in the main, and we we know the Rogers, the,
0: the way that Rogers likes to likes to play. They are very but similar they, to us aren't they? The way they play,
1: it's yeah. The kind of setup, Be-
0: the same setup where the two fullbacks get a lot of the ball, mm. and they're expected to push on. You can see that with like Chilwell He got a hell of a lot of the ball, and also Ricardo Pereira yeah. as well on the right. They do, they do play yeah. like us. Who I I think they're both. Really good, really good fullbacks as they well. They could easily fit into our um, team, couldn't they? As a replacement for, say, like so Robertson or Trent.
1: Yeah, they they they, they definitely playing the same. Like I know what you mean they playing a sort of similar sort of style, but again, that the way that it's like right, that goes out the window, especially in the first half. It's like they're gonna like sit in a little bit. Um, and I and I suppose you could argue that it was a viable tactic if you have got someone like Vardy, and the fact that we've been pushing up a little bit more, um. I suppose that's perhaps the the way they were looking at it. But it was also like it felt like a bit of a respect thing again where it's like, right, we just gotta try and like limit Liverpool to yeah. a, as as little as possible really. So
0: Yeah, like you say, I think first off we kept them really quiet and then second off, obviously after our goal, they did come out a little bit more Leicester. But yeah. I thought on the whole we controlled that game.
1: Yeah, we, d- we did and um, yeah I, j- I just think again it, it is it comes
0: down to a mentality thing and it's the confidence as well like this is what Klopp's brought into, these, into this team he's brought a hell of a lot of confidence where you know no game is over until that final whistle and we keep on pushing and we keep on fighting and I think that's drilled into every player mm. nobody gives up um, yeah, reflects the do energy. you want to comment on players who stuck out for you in, through the Liverpool yeah, team? Yeah, so there's probably,
1: I, I guess if we start maybe a bit chronologically in the game, so like, obviously the in the team news, I think the big surprise maybe... Yeah, that um, was a big surprise for me. And um, you were probably a bit worried because I know he's one of your favourites,
0: but um, yeah, Lovren was yeah, on the kill yeah, list <laughs> Well, maybe not kill list, maybe (laughs) sell him list. But no, to be fair, go on, you comment on it first, go on. On him. (laughs)
1: Um, Lovren. Well, one of my. I've got, like, I said to you just before we started recording this, I actually had two gripes from watching this game. One of them was the fact that the social media reaction that I witnessed when the team sheet came out and Lovren was starting and the absolute uproar that people had that he was there um so that that was really like i i i just didn't i i think sometimes like people get um when somebody doesn't like play for a little while i think
0: people tend to forget it upsets the balance in a way that people have se view this squad it should be this player this player He's bottom of the list.
1: Yeah, like I I just think sometimes like absence kind of hinders some people. Sometimes I think Lalana falls into a similar sort of category. Like yeah, when we in the first couple of years, like Lalana was at the club, you know, people were saying like rave, well, people were raving about him, but then he's had this big injury and it's like he's had this absence from the team. He appears h- here and there and not. With enough time to make an impact, mm. and people kind of write him off too too soon. I think Lovren is in that category of like he hasn't had enough game time. People kind of forget him, forget about him to to a degree. Matip's done really well, um, at centre back. Obviously, we have got Gomez there as well, and I just I just think people took the too quick sometimes to write yeah. someone like I can see Lovren. Can see off. He's had a lot of he has had a lot of good games, um, uh, for Liverpool. He's he's. he's, he's He's also very prone to a to a mistake, and um, but I think since I think we had a game a couple of seasons ago against Tottenham away, and well, we was lost this his last good game. No, this was his last absolute <laughs> shocker. I think I we lost four one. Yeah. He couldn't deal with the ball had, being put in. He yeah? had a nightmare, but then since then he completely turned his form around. Was pretty critical to the team that got to the. Champions League final in that season um, and I think Is that why th- we lost it? <laughs> well we all know why we, we lost that game Oh
0: god but,
1: um, Yeah I, I don't know so, so that irritated me a little bit so that, that was one thing another thing I'll quickly just cover because this really did like piss me off I was watching the game and they equalised and um, uh, Schmeichel had a, a free kick on the side of the pitch, I think there was about five minutes to go. And there was people in the Liverpool end recording and taking pictures of Kasper Schmeichel. And I just thought like it it was one of those things, you know, you think, like, really like disillusions you a oh, little bit yeah. of the modern game and well, the modern this is the fan, new age fan. And the yeah, and, yeah. and the way people behave in the ground. And it's like Where has that come from? Like, if you're in the ground, you've got to be like you should You've got to be engrossed in the it. game. You you should be engrossed in the game. You should be behind. Yeah. It. You shouldn't be worried about the opposition goalkeeper and taking a photo of him or recording him. Like what are you gain? I don't get what anyone is gaining out of that. So that just as you know, as a side note, that completely like just pissed me off yeah. and just that whole modern fan culture um, just just irritates me. But Lovren I thought was. Into the game, then got I thought he, he proved. He got off your chest, Yeah, that. I feel better about it now. Um, Lovren thought was fantastic. Uh, in the game, like think... I'll be,
0: I'll, I'll come out and say this. I'm not Lovren's. I'm not one of his biggest. as uh, well, well documented, but, isn't it? To be fair, like I can see why he started with Lovren because Gomez, out of that Salzburg game, he was probably our worst player. He just did not look confident in what he was doing. Gomez at all. Yeah. Well. Um, but I thought Lovren, that is Lovren at his best. His last-ditch last, last ditch defending, mm. winning the ball in the air. And he actually, he was adding some, like, calmness to his game with the ball at his feet when there was, like, a player chasing him down. Yeah. And, you know, he, he'd, like, calmly give yeah. it to somebody else. Like, usually Lovren, he'll just, like, sky yeah. it, just get it
1: out to I safety. Think, I think they... If I remember correctly as well, they did have a bit of a ploy. Vardy was playing more on that side, but I thought Lovren read the game on quite a few occasions really well. There was only one time when it got played a ball got played in behind. And I think Adrian end, ended up coming out and making a good save, but I think actually it was offside, so it would have got pulled back yeah. anyway, if it had gone if the ball had gone in and gone to VAR. But I'm jumping the gun here, like, but
0: who who was your man of the match out of that game?
1: My man of the match? Um,
0: probably Mane, I think. Yeah. He's yeah. like the obvious choice, isn't he? Because yeah. he, did, he did have a good game. Like, yeah, he Scored the goal, won the penalty. But running him a close like second, I would say Lovren for me. Yeah, And that's coming from me. Yeah. He, he really right did too. stand... He, <laughs> yeah. I'm a bit... Uh. I know you ran a marathon yesterday, though <laughs> you're still feeling the after-effects of that or what. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, to be honest, I, he re- he did really have a good game, and off that performance, he probably does deserve to stay in the team. But I think if Mattip's fully fit, I also think sometimes
1: people play down like how important it has is to have somebody w- with his experience as like a third, fourth, cho- third, fourth choice player in the squad. So when there's a get, you know, Mattip um, is out at the moment, we need somebody to to come in, like say Gomez maybe not quite ready, if you like. Um, he's got to like, tidy up his game a little bit. You've got somebody else there who can start in and do a job. Like You, you can't um, underestimate the, the value of that, really. Milner, who I think will, will come on too. I don't know if you want to chat about him now, is probably, an, again, good example of that in terms of he's not a starter every single week, Yeah, but he's someone who you can rely on to come in every now and again he comes on late in games to to help manage um manage up the the games for us and you can you know you can you can depend on him so he need those type of players in the squad and i think they do go a little bit uh or they aren't really appreciated as as much as they should be so yeah well you know he laid on
0: the ball for Manny's goal and um obviously the penalty as well perfect You know, all that pressure. Yeah. And he put it away.
1: Yeah. I think the big thing about him as well, you just know he's having like a huge impact off the pitch as well. Even when he's not playing, all the noises you hear are, is that he's really vocal in the dressing room before and after games. Almost as like a kind of second captain Yeah. as well. And
0: I I think... He doesn't appear to be like that on the pitch, to me. He doesn't look like one... Yeah, he doesn't seem to be one of them players, but like you say behind the scenes he very much is like yeah um, and he's yeah
1: he's not spectacular but he he does a certain job he's always going to give you know this is all cliche stuff but he gives you the the 100% effort yeah Um,
0: but that's all midfield isn't it you think of like you know Gini Fabinho Milner Henderson yeah. they are those type of players who will give you 100% but, don't yeah. really stand like not yeah workman like. And that's the thing, though, isn't it? They, they do all the work, and then the front three, finish the work, don't they? Yeah. Uh, any other players? Who stood so out for him? If we not spoke? I I think we
1: we're gonna mention, um, Adrian again, who we've we've praised quite a lot on on the podcasts that we have done. Probably worth mentioning him, him again, just because it's likely that this might be his last game if Alisson comes back into the side, but, like. There's an argument he could have, uh, for their goal. Yeah. He, he perhaps could have done a little bit better. To be honest, I think everything that he has done for us, you can forgive him that. I think it was a little bit awkward for him just to the side. He had to get down quickly, but like, like I said on the on the last um, podcast that we did, like his contribution over the eight games that it is now. Yeah, it's been massive. If, isn't it, if it ends up being. A season where we do actually win this this league title, like he's, he's been contributed at, he's been absolutely huge. Like yeah. it could have been an absolute disaster to lose Allison, someone of his quality, in the very first game of the season. Somebody who we got last minute, remember, in the window. Yeah. Um, you know, could have been forgiven for for that really being a decisive factor in us is kind of like falling away, not having the start that we have done so if anything like it's a bit weird but it kind of put us a little bit of pressure on Alisson to like when he does come back in it's almost like well that's what you want isn't it we've been on this winning run yeah Competition but, like, he, for places. he'll be a little bit kind of under pressure now yeah. to, to make sure he's he well continues if this that, is
0: the last time we mention Adrian let's say it now thank you Adrian for what you've Cheers. done I'm sure he's listening <laughs> um, any others who stood out um, so, should we, should we talk
1: about Salah last? Because I think, perhaps, you know... Uh, Salah the s- wrestler?
0: Salah,
1: Salah the wrestler.
0: He just seems to be in a wrestling match all game, yeah. is not he? Well... Chu and Evans, they just seem to have been, like, you know, trying to bundle him over all the time. Yeah. And to be fair to Salah, he held his ground well. Yeah. He was actually good in a few of those matches. I that
1: Soyuncu for Leicester, I, I've seen him a few times now, I think. You're racing, don't you? He's fantastic, yeah. I think if Harry Maguire's worth... £80 million. I don't know what this guy... He, he looks as good as Maguire to me. Um, in what sense? Just like the old
0: again, school defending or... Do you think uh, he's got a bit more again,
1: to his game? He, he... I thought he read the game really well, especially in the first half. He's got a calmness about him, composure on the ball. Um, he seems to uh, be decent in the air. Um, it's just like they haven't missed... Yeah, Maguire. Considering they've lost an eighty million pound player, um, he's good with like coming out with the ball as well, um, and things like that. he's definitely one to watch. I think in, with perhaps um, some of the biggest, I don't, you know, quote unquote bigger teams looking at him, I think he could be the next one who's worth um, quite a lot of money. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know if you want to go back to Salah. I think there have been yeah. perhaps one or two questions about Salah and we've we've discussed him on this a little bit saying that it's just not um, happening for him is it it's not and he is just like what's frustrating me is like he is wasteful a lot of the time and um sometimes he's in possession you think it's an easy pass off to the side and he overhits the pass or something like that and you just think it 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 wasn't that difficult of a of a of a pass to make really, and um, so he he isn't quite right. But the the thing about Salah is the way he does play, um, he will keep he will keep going. The you know he yeah, plays he, on he yeah. plays on the edge a little bit. He plays on 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 the shoulder of.
0: He'll have other opportunities. He's always involved defense. in games,
1: isn't he? He'll always like I say he he will always cause um. Opportunities for others around him from from his running and stuff like that. It's just his his distribution with the ball lately has been a little bit frustrating. Um, his ball retention, just keeping hold of it, bringing others into play, it could be better. Some of the chances as well. There was um, there was one where he got put through. It got flagged offside, but I think it could have been. I'm sure on the replay, there was an argument to say it could have been onside. So again with the VAR. Uh, had it gone in, might have been a different story. But he went through, and he tried like he tried dinking it, and he just thought it wasn't on. Um, and haven't had the one against Sheffield United as well. If you remember last yeah, week, but yeah, he went through. On one,
0: yeah.
1: It's just it. It does look like a little bit of a, um, a struggle for him at the moment. But I don't know. Maybe we're being too critical because he did score like two goals against Salzburg. Um in midweek so perhaps it's one of them where because it is almost perfection at the moment with with the fact we're just churning out these wins you're perhaps looking for areas of improvement and where um, players can perhaps just pick up a little bit more and I think the fact that he is like we know how good he can be like I think that's part of it as well so do we know the seriousness of his injury yet? So I was going to ask you this: What, what, what I think I think they said um, it's not serious, but what, what did you think of the, what did you think of the tackle? Did you think that was because clock came out afterwards and was scathing about the thing The thing is, you know,
0: you put your, your Liverpool glasses on, which are mm-hmm. tinged red, and you'd go, oh, yeah. it's a red card, it's a red card. Yeah. But you know, safe boots on the other foot, and that was like Milner challenging Madison. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd say, oh yeah, that's you know, break up the play. Mm. What do you think?
1: I have to say, like, I don't often, you know, disagree with what Klopp's saying, but I do think there he's overreacted a little bit. Um, it was unfortunate the way he tackled.
0: It was the way like, he, he caught Chowdhury's
1: leg his ankle just got down caught under his side. Yeah. 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 Um but how many times do you see those ta- in late in the game when it gets stretched, one team is perhaps holding on to something yeah, and they need to make a tackle. It's a tactical yeah. foul, isn't yeah. it? Like I, Liverpool would have done that, like, how many times on the Kop, I'm sure, like, you know, where it's, either were it to, you know, you're you pulling back on someone's shirt, um, or you just kind of, like, bringing them down, you know, not maliciously, but, like, bringing them down and sent to stop the game, like, it happens all the time, so I do think, I do think that was a little bit of a, an overreaction, mm-hmm. uh, think- I think he was probably just, a, he probably thought that it might have been serious, and that might have... Been the reason why he was a little bit upset by it, but
0: right, do you think obviously, uh, it doesn't sound that bad of an injury then, but do you think if it was, do you think you know say if it was like a couple of weeks, do you think Salah needs to be taken out the team for a game? Would you do that? Um, you no, know, because he hasn't looked all guns blazing. Would you maybe yeah. give? a I don't, I don't a know. Shout? If it's
1: you know the old phrase if it's not broke.
0: Yeah, don't try um, and fix it. Yeah, okay. so
1: I I think there's opportunities for us to come in in. Um, we do play gank. I think I think it's a way we play gank in the Champions League. So you could argue that they're the type of opponent where we could perhaps rest one of the, um, one of the the yeah. the preferred front free. Yeah. We do have Arsenal in the League Cup as well coming up, so yeah, you'd expect changes there. Um, but I think first 11 he's, he's got to stay in there I just maybe I don't know it's a difficult one because I was going to say like a goal or, or so might help him but again he scored two against Salzburg and it, it didn't appear to like help him much against against Leicester but um, I think let's just I, I suppose um, yeah keep it faith yeah it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if he against United the um Exactly. He, he does something special, like he's 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 got that about him. Um I think sometimes what doesn't help him is like his body language as well. It always looks quite negative. So then if he's getting a bit like fed up or frustrated, or he looks like he is, you're then watching it and thinking, like, Oh, come on, like So
0: Yeah. Should we finish yeah. on Manny's performance?
1: Yeah, I thought he was fantastic wasn't he again yeah, um,
0: he showed out an actual all round game because like in the first half especially he was like
1: doing these amazing yeah. tackles one thing we haven't mentioned is actually we did set up a little bit different with the front three um, at the beginning of the game and it did change around a little bit but I think Salah started up front didn't he centrally Firmino was more to the left of Mane on the right um, and you, you're right he showed like the other side of his game where he was actually um tracking back on, on Chilwell, making a couple of um block block challenges, um class finish for the for the goal, great ball for yeah. Milner down the side. And um again, you you do, Completely back, do com- back contrasting
0: him. from that chance he had against uh Chef Yeah United. he's he's living right.
1: up to the to, to, to my best finish tag again now after yeah. that that finish. Um yeah Dive um, Dive for the penalty. Penna-
0: what what do you think on the penalty? It's one of them where When you saw it the first play, time, what did well, what did you think? It's one of them, isn't it? The player, uh Albrighton. He's given the referee a decision to make. Mm. So it, it, that's like what like Lovren's like guilty of sometimes. Like, you know, you're giving the referee a decision to make. And I think same again, like it's one of them, like if it goes for you, great. If it goes against you you're a bit uh, Yeah. I don't, know if seen, um, there, I don't know if you've seen Match I don't know if you've seen much of the day but
1: they were they were talking about this and um I was I was shocked to see that like um who did they have on there? I think it was and Danny Murphy, and they yeah, both it said it was they both like no penalty. I thought it was an absolute stonewall penalty and you can call me, you know, biased from a Liverpool pers- perspective or whatever, but if you like clip somebody's ankle and you're nowhere near the ball and you get that much of a connection on somebody's foot, like albeit Mane does make the most of it. Like, there's enough contact there for that easily to, to be down. a penalty, yeah, and it's yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. cl- so clumsy. Like, the fact that he'd he chased back hadn't he? and he'd won the ball, and then it was a bit. It was almost like he panicked a bit because the ball was going back to the keeper, wasn't it? And he got in front of the keeper, yeah. and then he realized Mane was on top of him. And he has he's had that reaction moment of panic where he's he's gone oh no, keeper's out of his goal. Out. He's put his foot out. He's made contact. I thought it was an absolute stonewall, stonewall pen. And then VAR checking it, and as soon as I saw it on the first replay, I was like, "There's no chance that oh, yeah. that won't be a penalty." Yeah. I thought absolute stonewall. Yeah, to be honest, um, it's not
0: much of a talking point really because it, it was it was a penalty. You know, it's, you've seen you've seen worse given for penos. Um. Right. Let's. So that's Liverpool covered on our game against Leicester. Uh we'll move on to the rest of the game week. Um, matches. So let's start off with. Well, I've got here first. Norwich Villa. Start off with that one. Yeah. Um,
1: the most frustrating thing about this game, right, Stu, was the fact that I brought in that McGinn to me fantasy football team. <laughs> yeah. And I checked the scores. <laughs> And I saw it was 5-0, I think, at the time. Obviously, he ended up 5-1, and I was like, brilliant. McGinn, he's been getting a couple of goals. I look through all the goals, all the assists. Hang on a minute, he hasn't contributed to one single
0: I've seen on there. I've seen on match of the day, like the highlights, and he did like one nice turn. That was about it. That was all, yeah, all to his game yeah. in that match. So that, that's what stood out for me
1: in, in this one. Um but yeah, they they absolutely blitzed them, didn't they? Um Norwich uh, given the fact they had that big win over Man City, um they're second bottom now on the table. Yeah. and the only other team they've beaten is Newcastle.
0: Yeah. Um I did say this in an earlier podcast, like but like Norwich are so bad at the back. They are really bad and mm. they are gonna concede a lot of goals. It just depends on the other end of the pitch. Like if Pookie can keep up. Scoring these goals because mm. otherwise, I, like, I, the last few games. I think these could go down. Norwich, I know there's a lot of teams around there at the minute, but the, it's not the boldest list of predictions, is it? But you know, well, I don't know. You know, we've got Everton, they're in the bottom three now, so hey, <laughs> some cracking
1: finishes though. The last couple was it the last couple? Douglas, Luis, I think was one uh, of yeah, it was nice, yeah, curler, so yeah, good doing for them,
0: yeah, uh, Brighton Spurs. That was a shocker. Shocker for Spurs, yeah. Um Getting battered by Bayern now, Brighton. I watched that did you watch that by the Bayern game? I did actually, yeah. I I thought, seen most of the second half. I thought
1: Bayern were classed to be fair, yeah. but the way Tottenham fell apart was you get the impression watching it and there's been a lot of like suggestions there's something going on in the background. There's got there's got to be something going on there with the yeah, like some definitely. sort of disharmony between the players, the manager or the players with themselves or what, like there's something just not right there. I was well. like talking
0: about this today. I think like Pochettino. I think what's gone on in the summer, he's obviously asked for transfers again. Uh, Daniel Levy said no, and I I think Pochettino wants to be sacked. But he wants the way, to be sacked. Yeah, I do, and I think yeah. the way Tottenham work is they're like, we are not going to pay you that, you know, uh, fee that they'd have to pay yeah for sacking him. So yeah. I I just think it's a His bit...
1: stocks taken a bit of a hit, isn't it? Yeah. Considering I used... think he's just playing
0: the game of poker with the board, and the board are doing the exact same thing back. Yeah. So he's gonna blink. For well, those? they did.
1: They did. they did bring in and Dembele, didn't they?
0: Yeah. And this, this the Celso
1: on loan. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's some others as well that he brought in. But considering last season, they didn't buy anyone. Yeah. He obviously got to the Champions League final, but there was a bit of a hangover from the away form last season which just seems to have carried over. There's a few teams there who just like are so bad away from home, like United are another team. But they just uh, they just look so vulnerable, don't they? Like Larice it's a bad injury, but it's another absolute howler oh. from him. He has the last couple of years His stock's got going down, t- isn't he? He's it, really? got far too many
0: errors, I yeah. think in in his game but give credit to Brighton I thought they yeah. they were brilliant like completely different from the Brighton i seen against Chelsea who just like sat back and just tried to like nullify a game yeah. I thought Brighton they were brilliant yeah look look what class I thought the young lad as well who scored Conley yeah I he good brilliant well.
1: goal for the that was almost like his um his second one was almost it reminded me a bit of a man he finished that you know he's got it on the left side and he just Takes him on his right and yeah, just bends it in the corner. Yeah, it was yeah
0: class finish. Um, West Ham against Palace. Palace winning two one. Yeah, it was a bit of controversy wasn't it? in that game. I'll, I'll be say, honest with you. Say
1: controversy, it. it's not really controversy. They got a legit goal. Yeah, but, yeah,
0: Um, West Ham didn't deserve to get beat. I thought, I thought that, like the minimum was a draw. I thought West Ham played really well. I think the
1: opportunity was there for him, was it, to go
0: third or fourth on the table, and the um they did blow it a little bit Um, like how do you think Palace will get on this season because they're they're getting the results but like you know
1: there's so many teams if you look at the league table like it's it's almost much of a muchness like they can all beat each other to an extent like there's a lot of teams already now bunched up and I know it's only like eight games but I think I was looking at it before from like Man City to like 11th there's like six points in it and you just like they're all closely kind of matched. It was talking about West Ham was potentially one of those who will compete a little bit higher in the table, but Palace are generally pretty decent away from home. So, pro was it even like that much of a shock? I don't. I don't know. Yeah.
0: But, um. This is a nice sweet one. Burnley winning one 0 against Everton. Yeah. Um.
1: Hashtag silver out, isn't it? Moysin, in Have seen the Moysin, in shouts? I know, yeah. Jesus. Oh, like, it is comical. Um, Like I was saying at the start, like, as a Liverpool fan now, it's just like, I can't remember a time supporting the club where it's been like, well, we've been so good and Everton United have been, like, so bad. Yeah. Like, it's um, not Well, involved, Everton though. have always been generally shit, to be honest, but... Yeah. um,
0: But
1: not United. Yeah, like... Pfft in the relegation zone now aren't they and they got done from that, that corner That I don't know if you've seen it but it was a carbon copy of the corner they had in the first half where they played it over to the back post somebody ran in, I think it was Tarkovsky ran in and took somebody away left of space at the back for Hendrik Hendrik who scored your
0: volley yeah.
1: exactly the same happened in the first half they obviously didn't learn from it and it happened again and they scored from it. You know, that type of um, sort of things like that and that that was either side of our time as well so you'd think the manager or somebody in the change room would, would say, right, they're onto something here with the corners, let's make sure we get hold of that but they fell for it again. And, um, yeah, is it four, 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 defeats, yeah, on the four defeats on the spin? He's yeah, four defeats on the spin, I think he's, um, oh, he's favourite to be He's on now. thin ice now, isn't he? Yeah, Definitely. Yeah. Good, good uh, times, yeah, good so times. Like, um, we'll finish with the... Sam Alldison. Oh. oh, Sam Aladici. Oh,
0: who would you have? As he's I known in Italy. Who would you have if you were if you were a blue nose?
1: That's a very much a hypothetical question, <laughs> isn't it?
0: David Moyes probably, because at least with David Moyes they were finishing fifth, weren't he? But hey, let's let's see. Uh, we'll finish with the Saturday results with um, Watford, Sheffield United, draw.
1: Yeah. We could, <laughs> to move on?
0: No, Watford had some
1: siffies in that, didn't they? They did. Real big ones. And that, that Henderson made a good save, I think, as well, didn't he? A couple of good saves. Yeah. To make up I remember that, that Andre
0: Gray, he just had, like, in the six-yard box, and he absolutely, absolutely skied it. Yeah. Bounced up, but still. Yeah. Open goal, yeah. Unlucky Watford. Uh, right then, Sunday's results will start with Man City getting beat by Wolves 2-0. What what the yeah, results. Yeah, what's the result.
1: Um I watched like the last uh last half an hour or something, I think it was, and then I seen the um I did see the highlights as well. And it it did seem like Wolves before they even scored like in the first half, they were getting opportunities on the break. I have to say I think for the first goal. Was it the first goal? Himenez went past. I think Otamendi and yeah, Otamendi's right, yeah. attempt at a challenge was absolutely horrendous. Um, I think it was a two v two, and for some reason he's gone to ground. He's he's tried to like scissor it. And he's gone to ground and like himenez has just knocked it past him, and then suddenly it's two one one, and then they score from it. And um, it, oh, yeah, the are struggling at the back, aren't they? So if you can actually. Like Wolves did there, managed to like withstand the pressure.
0: Yeah.
1: Like you're gonna get the opportunities on the break, and you don't, you know. I thought probably that... not many better than like that triore to exploit him as well. Like. He's oh yeah, rap, the pace, he?
0: and he's actually showing his like finishing ability that he's never shown before. Really, mm. that, that we really like calm and collected finishes. Then, I thought that performance from Wolves, that's like the Wolves from last season, where like defensively they were solid. And they were quick on the break mm-hmm. and getting results from it. How oh, do you think Man City are looking at it now in terms of,
1: <clears> in terms of the title? Because this is, oh, again, they're just going f- a thirty-game
0: winning streak now, aren't they? <laughs> they, the, like, they are. Yeah, they're capable.
1: This, yeah. A, a couple of podcasts ago, they're capable, I suppose. But this is uh, another stat that I've seen. Over the weekend was like the eight points at this stage of the season is the biggest gap, that there's ever been. Oh right So, given the fact that you know we've won every single game and we only lost the one last season, it is already like quite
0: a, a significant like lead, isn't it? I think it was big as well that there was this international break coming up as well, yeah. you know like we won man City lost, you know that's going to dwell on the players that I think that was massive for us to just get over the line getting yeah. that win
1: we've got city. I was just looking at the fixtures here, in terms of the league, we've got United away, Spurs home, Villa away, and then Man City at home. If we get to Man City at home, and even if it's say, if it's like six to eight point gap,
0: and we beat City, I think that's... Is so that when you're going down to the betting office and going... That's when I'm, yeah. that's when I'm booking Put my that's when I'm booking
1: me holiday um, <laughs> off work for the uh, the Monday after the last game of the season. <laughs> oh, um, fingers crossed. Yeah, so, yeah, hopefully we can get to that game. Oh, might, like the, the atmosphere in that game is going to be oh, like, it's... immense again, isn't it? Yeah. And like that's such an advantage for us as well. Having that, that intimidating atmosphere to play in definitely gives the
0: the players are another edge as well. Yeah. Um. Arsenal against Bournemouth. Arsenal winning 1-0. Yeah, not too much to write home about here, was there? But Arsenal,
1: what, in third now. I think them and you've mentioned Chelsea in a minute, but I think, uh, I think them and Chelsea probably look like they're going to be the more consistent of the others at yeah. the moment. You can throw Leicester into that as well, maybe, but yeah, I think um, you scored was W W E scored ahead of me. yeah, a header, header. He? yeah. Um, set a piece. But even then, in the second half, I think they they still give up some chances. Oh to, yeah, there was chances the ball, for both teams.
0: Yeah. Should have been more goals, isn't it? Uh, Southampton one, Chelsea four. Chelsea look like a team now under Lampard. I think I think they all know what they're doing. I think they've got a lot of attacking ability. Um, mm. you know everyone knows the job, and I, you know, I think now, they're really, for me, looking like they could really cement themselves in top mm. four. Especially the way... I think
1: um, the feel-good factor
0: of Lampard is going to carry them a bit.
1: Because you, if you compare them to United, I know United are like, you know, two points off relegation or whatever they are now. But like United beat them in the first game 4-0, didn't they? But yeah. Chelsea came out of that thinking, oh, we actually played all right in the game. They've got this whole thing about the transfer ban, the blood in young players. There seems to be like an empathy there for Lampard that gives him this. Um, it's a bit more of a free hit for them, isn't it? The fans are on side of him, and um, like the the youngsters are absolutely. To be fair, like they're doing like so much better than what yeah. you ever thought. Mason, Mount, to the to Mason the Mount, brilliant. Tammy Abraham what is on eight or nine goals or something yeah. stupid already. Hudson Odoi now into Huts the team. Hudson Odoi is another talent as well. Um, I think because they've got that, um, like you say, people are on board with it. The fans are on board. I think they could uh, surprise. I don't know if you call it a surprise, but I think that they could definitely get into the top four.
0: Um, with Arsenal, maybe I reckon. Yeah. But, okay. Right. Well. well obviously united's performance against newcastle but we'll co- coexist that with our next fixture which is against united on the 19th of october half five kickoff um so yeah they got beat by newcastle uh 1-0 um did you watch this game uh watch bits of it like united had a lot of the ball they never do you know, really. Threatened. Do you know when you, you 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 go into watching a game and you think this is gonna be
1: absolutely horrendous, yeah. and then it it turns out exactly that. Like I just thought it's two two awful teams. I didn't
0: think Newcastle were much better to be honest. I think but that's expected from Newcastle, isn't it? It's not expected of Man United. I know they're di- it's different now, but yeah, it's not. It's it's Man United. It,
1: do you know and the thing is like parallels have been drawn between like Liverpool and United and the fact that when you know Liverpool had that big drop off and we had one league title for how many years or whatever yeah. the same could be happening for United but apart from I remember um, obviously under Hodgson and it was bad for us um, and I'm too young to remember like soon as I know that there was we, we struggled a little bit at that point but we were always kind of like in the years where we didn't win the league, we've had teams that have been in and around kinda of like top four five six, seven type um in the league. Um but I don't I don't remember us being like
0: that bad in terms of performance level. Yeah, like you say, apart from the Hodgson era. Yeah, When it was really um, bad. But yeah, like even like the bad times through Benitez, like you know, he was still getting good performances. Same with Rodgers, it was just that, you know, consistently it started to wane. But, yeah, just like United, they just. What's it? What's it gonna take? Is it gonna take a new manager? Is it gonna take another, two, three hundred million? That's like
1: with with United, it's it's deep rooted, isn't it? Yeah, it's from so the they've top Changed a few managers now and it's not like happening for them they've invested a lot of money.
0: Um, You've got to remember as well, he he only got the job as a bit of like an interim manager because they got rid of Mourinho because the performances were that bad and he was there just to see them through till the summer Mm. and he had that obviously great run that he had initially and... They were almost forced to give him the job Exactly, yeah. They put, they give him a contract on the back of that which, Mm. you know, let's face it, it's not a lot, you know, He's been at Mould in Norway, and he had the Cardiff job, which he did awful. At. You know what a CV that is. Not much to it, is there?
1: But and now I think United down. I <laughs> know. Cardiff um, and Man
0: United both relegated. <laughs> that'd be great on the CV. That. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like looking at United, like going for their team, uh, coming up against us. Who is dangerous? Who should we be looking out for, if anyone? I think I've just seen a bit of tumbleweed come across. <laughs>
1: There's uh, no one, is
0: there? Um. Let's go through it. Let's go through it like De Gea. You know, he's not the same keeper from like a couple of years ago. You got Ashley Young at left back. Who's finished? He was. Ne- he was never a left back anyway. You know, he's just there to fill a hole. Mm. Um, Maguire. You know. I can probably see the same kind of thing what happened with Salah against Leicester. He'll just be wrestling with Salah all yeah. game. Yeah. Um who's alongside Maguire at the minute? He they played the young Twan one, Davy, didn't yeah. he? But Lindelof I don't know if he's back. But yeah, like
1: they're okay. okay. They just um what from what I was seeing yesterday like they do it was really like labored I thought. Like they, they were playing the two holding midfielders. And like how many how many top teams play like two holding midfielders now? Well that's the thing, I mean, a lot that, of the, that was lot like of guilty of us, season. like
0: um I don't know, maybe not so much last season but the year before where and like season before that mm. we'd like there were games where we'd play the two like defensive minded players. Yeah. You could say like it was like Wijnaldum and Henderson, mm. they were like sitting deep. But now, because 'cause we've got Fabinho, was... it's like he plays that pivot yeah. role. And Henderson and Wijnaldum actually do a bit more pushing forward. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I just, I just thought they couldn't tran- transition the ball quick enough through through that the people who they had in the middle, um, there doesn't seem to be enough like creativity or quality like you go through that midfield. I mean, Pereira, Fred, I know, know Tommy's okay, yeah, but
0: you go through, but it's not like oh yeah, I'd have him, I'd have him. No, there's like nobody. I
1: know, have. I know, I know they are missing players as well, yeah. but.
0: Like so the behavior hey, go back to him again, like a couple of years ago, you say, Yeah, yeah, definitely have him. You wouldn't even yeah. have him in your team anymore. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well he, he was the one player who was like who was performing to his potential, wasn't he, in the last few years? And even he's dropped his level now and, and like is um you know, contributing no. to this this kind of uh You're feeling bad drop, for him. Drop drop leaving, yeah. Um, <laughs> bad. The only thing that worries worries me about this game is just the fact that it's at Old Trafford. You know they're going to be like... The crowd yeah, are going to be really wound whole, up for it. Yeah, the, whole the whole history. Whole, yeah. The record of the 18 wins. You'd think Solskjaer is going to like get into them. The crowd are going to get stuck into them. They should be up for it. That's the only thing that, that slightly concerns me about it. If you then take that out of it, look at the two teams on paper, like you say... Quality wise, form yeah, wise. Yeah. There's no
0: comparison.
1: It's, I we could win. We could win. if it wasn't Man United and we were just saying like another opponent, we'd be going, right, that's a free four nil that. Yeah. For Liverpool.
0: No, no. See where you're coming from there.
1: Easily. It's only the occasion of it and the rivalry that's there and you would slightly kinda like might plant a bit of seed of doubt in your mind. But other than that, Mike, I'm, I'm not I'm not not too worried about it. I just was so much better than them that um, it's it's mad how it how it's completely turned around.
0: Yeah. But well, like you mentioned before, the like two points off relegation zone, they're fifteen points behind. Also at the top yeah. of the league, and they're currently twelfth in the table. Where do you think they are likely to finish come the end of the season? I think they'll finish most seventh or eighth. Yeah. Do you scratch? Were they sick, were they, sick they were sick last year, were not they? Yeah, because they got the Europa, didn't they? Um, so yeah, they might not even get Europa League then. But hey, that's not a big thing anyway, is it? Let's face it. Um, right, yeah, I think that's United covered them. Um, so yeah, should we finish on fantasy football? I think we both can certainly say we did pretty dreadful yeah well that since hell. we've
1: been do- I don't know if it's, if it's a curse or what Stu that I, I suggested this feature as part of the podcast but since we've done this like
0: I agree with you
1: yeah. I've just been like horrific on this yeah. but um, I think I've got I think we were saying like generally the average is pretty low yeah. this week because I think maybe City has brought that down the average is 36 and you were saying that the highest anyone's got anywhere is 100 which I think is pretty low yeah but I got 41 so I'll kick off of mine if that's yeah, all right. Yeah, okay. So I got 41. I actually brought in, as I mentioned earlier, I brought in McGinn, which was uh, not very helpful, but I did actually make a big shout in that I brought Mane in for Salah, oh, which paid off. I've um, got nothing next game week. But I didn't captain Mane, I captained Sterling. Yeah, so... Sterling didn't return me anything really only got a couple of points uh, and then aside from that Tammy Abraham did actually get me some points because I know since I brought I bought him and Pookie in 2-3 um, game weeks ago when I played me wild card Pookie's firing blanks all over the show and uh, Tammy Abraham did actually like you mentioned get a goal So so that was decent so I got 41 which I think if you look at when I look at the leagues, I mean and stuff, it does take me up in a few of the leagues, but um pretty pretty
0: bang average still. How oh, did uh how did you get on? Yeah, well my team looking down from the top, um and then I'm not top anymore. Um yeah, thirty three points, like you say, the average was thirty six. Thirty so, three? Yeah, so I'm well, below average. A poorly, please, Only you. in this. Um yeah, so Pope, um he was my second highest scorer with seven. Um and then we, who we've we got we've got Arnold at the back, he got me three. Uh Bednarak, Southampton, with Chelsea you know, conceding four against Chelsea, he got me zero. Um, Zinchenko, he um he come on in the I think the end of the first half or early the second yeah, half. Zinchenko. Okay. Yeah, I know. Um, he's gotta be
1: a candidate to, I know, to Yeah. Be dropped, I, I think thing. so. because he's so he got, come back yeah,
0: well. he got me zero. Uh, Rico for Bournemouth got me two. McNeil got me three. Campwell got me two. Scraping the barrel. I know. Yeah, Salah, dude. two. Vardy, two. And then Aubameyang as captain. He got me four. Who got your most points there, then? Abraham with eight.
1: You got to add Abraham. Yeah. So,
0: God, not a, very that, good. That was a poor week, wasn't it? That but was I think, like
1: eight. you say, the yeah. overall standard was not great. I think... Probably because it must have been because of like Man City, Tottenham, United. Yeah. Liverpool
0: yeah. not keeping a clean sheet. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that leaves me. Um, I'm still sitting third. Um, and I think. My sixth or seventh. Your sixth, league. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's still, you know, still early days. See how next mm. game week goes. Good stuff. So, yeah, we'll. Um, Have our podcast after the Man United game? Yeah, Uh, international break now. I know, yeah. Are you going to watch? Are you going to Just
1: another England podcast. Is that a brainwave? No.
0: I think I'll find the time spent watching, I don't know. The Bake Off. The Bake Off, or strictly. (laughs) Keep the wife happy. Right, so, so, yeah, we'll see you till the United game then. Bye for me.